Hello, hello, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you guys. Oh man, it is so good. For those who are listening and tuning in or watching via YouTube every single Monday that a show is released, thank you so much for being a faithful part of this podcast, seeing its growth. You know, I just recently looked up on listennotes.com that it ranks in the top 3% of podcasts worldwide. And so that is huge. You guys are spreading the word. You're sharing it. That means so much to me. And if you are new to the show, this is your first time watching or tuning in to Awaken Podcast. We have a new episode streaming every Monday on the Charisma Podcast Network. Um, you can also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can tune in there. And so anyways, I'm excited to dive into the content today, into a beautiful conversation with a friend of mine. Um, his name is Bryce Tabor, and he is the worship pastor at New Life Covenant Church. Um, at the beginning of this year, I released a few podcasts when I went to the Joy Conference that um this uh, church does every single year with Pastor Tim Fruits, another amazing man of God. If you saw that episode with Pastor Tim, you definitely want to go back in the archives and take a look at that. Also spoke to Dr. Brian Simmons and Chris Vallotton when I was at the church. This is where I got a chance to meet Bryce and and experience the worship during the conference and met his family and, and the Fruits family. And oh, there was just an immediate connection. And we've uh, actually visited again after that. And then we plan on going back again in September and um, anyways, we've developed a beautiful relationship with these people. They have a wonderful heart. And so um, Bryce, he is the um, he's the worship pastor at the church. Um, man, I just the, the worship was just so beautiful. Me and my wife received so much. Um, and he's also an author of a book called Behold, Experiencing a Lifestyle of Intimacy with Your Creator, which is awesome. I've been I've been diving into that. So much truth there. Um, and so he's also he's writing several books. He's got a lot in him. And so. I want to get Bryce on the show. We're going to be diving into a very beautiful subject today. And so, Bryce, thank you for joining me today. Hey, Michael, and everyone listening. So happy and honored to be here. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome meeting you, Michael, and and uh, the stories you've shared with me. Diving into your book as well, immersed in His Glory, has been awesome. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a real joy getting to know you mm-hmm. and uh, and your family too. So, really happy to be here. Yeah, Bryce, thank you so much, man. It was uh, the first time we spoke on the phone. I uh, I told my wife when I got off the phone, I was like, yeah, I found a brother. I think I found a brother. Like this guy's been to similar places in the spirit. He's got a, he's got a similar heart. You know, um, the revelation that you were sharing with me was just like, oh yeah, I've been, the Lord's been speaking that to me. I've been living in that. Like, it's just when you meet somebody that their heart's in the same place or walking in this like very similar revelation, they've been yeah. to, you just, you just, it kind of resonates and it was confirmed yep. in my spirit. I was just like, man, what, what an awesome guy. And so, man, it's awesome uh, having you on the show and, and doing ministry stuff together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was listening to your book and there was little nuggets that you'd say in your book. And I was like, I, I thought I was the only one that like <laughs> found an interest in that specific part of scripture. I was yeah. like, you know, little things and stories you read about in, uh, in scripture and they're like, wow, yep. that's so cool. And it's like, I guess I'm the only one that really thinks that's really intriguing. And then you would say stuff about it and they're like, oh, wow. So there was definitely <laughs> fun connection there. So that's yeah, cool. Man. Excited to be here. I want, I want people to get to know you a little bit today. Um, we want to talk about being a friend of Jesus, not just in the easy times, but in the right. difficult times that we go through in life. And, um, I know your story and I want people to be acquainted with your story a little bit here as a foundation. Um, yeah. I know your church has been through a lot over the past few years, you know, through the pandemic and, um, just tell us a little bit about your story, maybe your background before this, and then kind of what's transpired the past couple of years. 
Yeah. Okay. So obviously there's a lot. Uh, I'm 36 years old. I uh, grew up in a, a pastor's home. My dad has been a pastor since I was born. And so uh, I lived, I lived uh, uh, just growing up in the word. Um, I, we live in Kansas, but my dad went to school in Dallas. And so uh, we are from, you know, like the word of faith stream, I would say, and uh, uh, highly influenced by, by uh, that view uh, on the Bible and everything like that. So anyways, I grew up in that uh, environment and uh, kind of lived a lukewarm, two, I would call it two-faced lifestyle growing up in uh, middle school and high school. And then Jesus just really got a hold of my life there in high school. Uh, and I just uh, let it all go. My social status, my reputation, what I wanted people to think about me, I let it all go. Um, and uh, gave my life fully to him in high school around 16 years old. And so, and, uh, but my dad, he started uh, the church, New Life Covenant Church uh, about 25 years ago. And I was about 10 years old at that time. And uh, so really ever since then, I've just had this connection with uh, Wichita where we're at and, and our church, uh, New Life Covenant. And um, we, I, I've never really lived at, away from Wichita other than in Tulsa to go to school mm-hmm. at ORU for only yeah. a couple of years. And even when I was there, I was pretty much traveling back to Wichita almost every other weekend to be at New Life Covenant because it just had this sort of connection to it. So anyways, um, so I've just grown up uh, basically. Uh, help run this church with my dad. And so then, uh, and we're, so we're a faith, you know, based church. We believe in healing. We believe in signs and wonders. We believe what we read about in the Bible happens today and it can happen today. It's God's will for it to happen today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so COVID, uh, came up, uh, you know, as we all know, a few, a couple of years ago and we were, we were cruising right on, right along. And then, uh, in October of 2020, uh, my dad got sick and we kind of were expecting it like most other people mm-hmm. uh, that he would, that we would get it at some point and just move on. Um, however, that wasn't uh, his story exactly. So he uh, wasn't feeling well and was having trouble breathing. And then he, uh, my mom took him to the hospital and uh, man, I think it was about 14 days or so from him being admitted to the hospital. Uh, and then uh, he was gone. And so, uh, yeah, there was obviously a lot of hardship, uh, that has come from, from that, um, from, you know, just, just losing my dad. Cause when, when he passed away, uh, I lost not just my dad, but I lost my dad, my boss, my pastor, my mentor, my best friend, my kid's grandpa, mm-hmm. um, so unexpectedly, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, if I, if I would have written out what I expect my life to look like, I would have said, yeah, I'm just going to continue on here at the church and, and, and serving at the church and until my dad's old and, and until I'm old and then, and then we'll just see what happens there. But so plans obviously uh, didn't go as I would have expected. And so, yeah, there has definitely been uh, a lot because when he passed away, it was again, just losing him. There's a lot of things connected to my life when, uh, with him passing away. So mm-hmm. definitely a lot of, just hardship challenge. And, and, um, to, to be quite honest, is just, just the, the darkness of the soul. I guess we hear that word thrown around and, and there definitely is some of that. Um, I'm the type of person that I a thousand percent stand on the word of God. I will speak his promises over me daily. Um, but at the same time, I think I've seen people do that in a way that they neglect to be honest with themselves and where they're really at even, 
uh, on simple fundamental Christian beliefs about yeah. believing in God and things like that. And I think, mm. you know, we just see pastors even go through stuff. And I think sometimes when they're not honest with themselves and don't have a, don't feel comfortable with being honest about where they're at and being honest with others and transparent with others, it can uh, be unhealthy long-term. So anyways, I'm the type of person that says, man, I'm an open book. I got nothing to hide. Uh, I've seen radical miracles happen in my life directly to me, like literally electricity shooting through my body, healings. Happen. Like I've seen all those things. I'll talk about those things and I'll talk about the struggle to believe, <laughs> you know, at the same time. Uh, so anyways, uh, that's a little bit of the story. Um, I'm happy to uh, talk about more if there still needs to be talked about more. If we can, yeah. if you have any uh, yeah. questions or whatever, I'm happy to go into that. I, I grew up in a word of faith church. Um, mm -hmm. where, you know, we're standing on the word of God, you know, healing's our portion, you know, victory, you know, uh, the enemy's defeated, you know, just right. speak, I'm the righteous of God in Christ. I'm this, I'm that, you know, and I, I believe in that. I believe right. in that wholeheartedly. Right. And on a daily basis, I speak the word of God over my life, over my family. Um, yeah. you know, regardless of what we see, regardless of what the circumstances, we're believing God for the best result. We're, we're trusting in the word of God. We're clinging to his promises. But there is also an aspect where Jesus says in the Beatitudes, a scripture that I love personally, is mm -hmm. where Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Yes. And we bottle so much up. And in the name of faith or in the name of just always speaking the word and walking in the word, um, we don't take other portions of scripture as seriously in terms of having our soul restored and, and mourning so we could receive comfort or, you know, receiving comfort from the God of, of comfort and how the Holy yeah. spirit is our teacher and our, and our, our advocate, but like the, the areas of the heart that need, that need work. And it comes to being vulnerable and being honest and maybe not telling everybody in your life, everybody in the world, right. what's going on sure. with you, but like, you know, we, to have, First of all, the Holy Spirit as our comforter, the one that sticks closer than a brother, but then having many counselors in our life and walking through things. But, you know, I just feel like, wow, like it's really beautiful when people are vulnerable and they open up like what they've been through in their life and how God brought them through, even when they didn't see the result of what they were believing for. And a lot of people get sidelined from that. A lot of people yeah. say, well, I, belie I, I believe God. I trusted God. I declared the word. I anointed them with oil. I did this. I did that. I did everything the word prescribed. And then mm -hmm. I didn't get the result that I wanted. And that shipwrecks a lot of people's faith or they have a hard time anchoring themselves in the truth after that or trying to believe after that. But they, you know, a lot of people run from God instead of run to him in circumstances. And I know you guys have been on a journey in that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Everything you said is so true. And I had a conversation recently with a, a close friend, his dad, uh, his dad also passed away uh, from the coronavirus. And I was, we were just being real, real honest with each other. And I said, you know, I said, how are you doing? And we were talking about our faith and what all those things. And I think he brought up a real good, again, just honest thing that I think a lot of us will go through uh, or can go through if we go through something like this. And in regards to prayer, it's like, he, he said, I just, like in specifically in prayer and praying for like healing or praying to mm -hmm. see something happen. It was basically, it leaves you kind of like, well, what's the point exactly? Mm -hmm. Because and it's not like we would say we don't believe God can do it, but it's like, we did that. And we, we, we know all the scriptures. We, we said all the scriptures, we Shabbababa and we did all the stuff and, <laughs> yeah. and it didn't happen. And it's like, wait, so what's the point exactly? 
mean, I don't say that in a way that's like agreeing with it, but it is a real thing that you, you the thought comes in. It's like, what's the point exactly? Because if I pray or if I don't pray, it doesn't seem exactly really to matter. Mm-hmm. Kind of feels like a little bit of a roll of the dice. Maybe he'll hear me, maybe he won't, kind of a thing. So, but that, and I, so I say it to say, we want to be honest, we want to bring these things to light so that the Lord can shine his light mm-hmm. on it, bring a bring a truth to it. What I tell a lot of people is if you lose a loved one, you lose a loved one. What at least happened to me was I had this uh, thought that plagued me and it was the reality that I would, if I live to be say 80 years old, when it's all said and done, I will have then lived longer without my dad than Mm -hmm. with my dad. Mm-hmm. I never thought that would ever even be a thing mm-hmm. up until my dad passed away. I lived a hundred percent of my life with my dad. Uh, and so to think that that ratio is going to be changed and I might live 70% of life without my dad and 30% with him. And that was just like, Oh, so this thought would plague me. Uh, is it a, is it, it's a real thought. It's, it's yeah. possible that that's true, you know, but what I really, what I needed to do though, like this is not, God doesn't want me just to sit there with that and be plagued by it. I yeah. needed to bring it up, expose it. Well, I started telling people that, uh, a few people that, that this was, this was a struggle, but I didn't tell this one lady, uh, at our church, she writes me a letter, uh, and, uh, is encouraging me and stuff. And she had lost her mom a long time ago. And the thing that she wrote in it highlighted it stuck out the most in her letter, like she invented it and everything. It was like, uh, well, the thing that helped me the most when I lost my mom, she said, was my mom is more in my future than she is in my past. Mm. And I was like, I know that's like kind of fundamental, like stuff that you, they would say probably at funerals and stuff like that. But I'm like, oh yeah, God, my dad is more in my future than he is in my past. Like ultimately mm. that's, so I brought this thing to light. And then the Lord was able to bring an answer and uh, cover it, you know, cover this mm-hmm. thing that was that was that was a real struggle for me to get through. Then I had an answer. So I'm, I'm uh, helping a, a young girl. She just lost her dad. And, and that's what I've been telling her is like, you're going to have thoughts that just that that the enemy brings us thoughts that are true on some level. He did it to Adam and Eve. You know, he brought kind of a mixture of truth, but not, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some of that stuff, but bring it to light. And then the Holy Spirit can provide the, mm. the counter to that thought and bring the truth really to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It says in Ephesians that he, uh, if we take what's in the dark and we bring it into the light, then it becomes mm-hmm. light. And it becomes yeah. light because he sheds his light on it. It's a relationship. Yeah. And we could hide pain and lies that the enemy has fed us in the darkness of our own soul and we could fester on it and we could think about, and the enemy would love for us to do that because he could plague us and he could put us in depression and hopelessness and anxiety and fear and hate and, 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 you know, but once we bring it to the light, it's so beautiful and it might not happen in that very second, but it comes through a saint of God. It comes through a scripture. It comes through, you know, an impression or a vision that God might give or whatever it may be, but he's able to shine his light and give you a heavenly perspective on it. Cause you're right. There was some truth, but, but oh, man, the enemy, all he has is lies 
And all he right. has is, you know, he's got his perspective, his pers- yeah, it's, it's warped perspective. But if yeah. we could just get the perspective of God and realize, okay, yeah. yes, my earthly life, which is just a fragment, it's compared yeah. to eternity. My earthly life is nothing because eternity right. never ends. And right. I will have my father in my life for endless ages and it will be yeah. more real and more pure and more alive than what I could even experience on this earth. And we just open ourselves up to hearing from God, getting his perspective, and then getting set free from that lie. If the enemy can get us trapped in a mentality that reaps death in our life, he loves that because then it just perpetuates. But when we allow the Lord to speak into something, our God of comfort, then it's like, whoo, then life is released. And now we're able to share that to break chains off other people so that we can help walk people through that too. The Apostle Paul said, we comfort people with the comfort that we've received from the God of comfort, which is which is amazing. But I know that you shared with me, um, you know, yesterday when we were talking, you shared with me something that God spoke to you yeah. in this, in this really hard time of kind of working through all of this. And I would love to hear that. Yeah. Um, so I'll try to remember now when exactly it happened. It, it was probably somewhere around uh, maybe eight months ago or something like that now. But anyways, I was, uh, I was sleeping and uh, right in the middle of the night, 2 AM, something like that. Uh, just, just wide awake holy spirit wakes me up and is speaking so strongly to my heart and he uh, he says uh i just want to know if you'll be my faithful friend mm-hmm. and i was like uh, uh almost a little bit offended like well lord this is something we talked about 20 years ago i promised you my life 20 years ago and why why would you be asking me that um and then I, I did. I did a little bit of looking uh, into um, the word faithful, and it led me down a whole other path, which we'll talk about here in a second. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, in that moment, though, what happened? What you know, and you know how the Holy Spirit says like one thing, and it solves like eighteen different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, and I realized like what we've been talking about so far, even here on the podcast, is like we can still complicate the Christian life so much. And we, and we have so many things that we want to see in our own lives. Like we want to see the things we read about in the Bible. We want to see those things happen. We want to, uh, I don't know, we, we, but we have, there's a, there's a, it, the Christian life can become really complex in our own minds. And, and it was it, going through all this stuff for me with my dad and all the, why did this happen? All my, my mind just got really clouded. Uh, and he asked me that question and and i was like at first like i said i was like uh of course why would you ask me that it's uh, a given but i knew he was just saying i am simple like what i am asking of you is very simple mm-hmm. the life that i'm asking for you to live is 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 a really simple one and there are things that have their place like um the gifts of the spirit activating in them and manifesting signs and wonders and um all know all these other things they have their place but ultimately what i believe jesus is asking us and will continue to ask us until we meet him face to face is he's expressing just simply will you be my faithful friend because we know in the word it says when the son of man comes Will he find faith on the earth, which ultimately on an individual level, 
will he find faith in the soil of my heart? And all these things do happen. These hardships come and they do test us. We do go through trials. And ultimately, that's what uh, it just kind of it just uncomplicated, uh, unwound. It took this knot of complexity in my mind and just said, oh, okay. I know what the Lord's asking of me. He just wants to know if I'll be a faithful friend because faith is is so much more than uh, just believing God exists. It's so much more than just believing uh, the the thing by which he does miracles. It is those things. Mm -hmm. But when I started doing a study on the word uh, faith, well, actually specifically unbelief, uh, Strong's uh, concordance, the definition of unbelief is unfaithfulness. So when it comes to faith, faith has to do really to him, has to do with loyalty. Mm. It has to do with friendship. Doesn't just mean does he exist or not. We know that the demons exist and they, you know, cringe and whatnot. And it's like, so faith is so much more than I think what we what we have what we can make it into. Faith, what it boils down to is are you a loyal friend? Mm. And all these things, things, hardships will come in our lives. And ultimately he just wants to know. Are you going to be faithful and loyal to me? That's what I'm after when I come to earth. I just want to know if I'm going to find faithful, loyal, loyal friends. Um, so I wrote it out this way. This helped me kind of just put it in, in succinct words. While we look at unbelief simply as doubting God's ability to do something, he sees it as more than that. It's much more personal to him. It's a matter of loyalty, being faithful in a relationship. This is why he expresses expresses such strong language in scripture when it comes to faith and believing God. Belief, believing in God is uh, a matter of loyalty. It's a matter of love. And it's so much deeper than, again, just, oh, is that the thing I got to do to get into heaven when I die? Or is that the thing I got to do to see the healing happen? They have their place. But really to him, it boils down to, are you a faithful friend? Are you my friend? You know? Mm. I, I, man, that's so good. And I, I love like when I, when I think of the word faith, people don't always think of the word trust, but it's the same thing. Like faith is to trust in, rely upon, cling to. If you read uh, the Amplified Bible, it says that um, Mm -hmm. next to faith or belief in God is to trust and rely upon, cling to, adhere to. And it's this clinging. It says, I trust you. Uh, no matter what, no matter what happens in my life, like you're my everything. And, you know, I think that one thing that we can clarify in this is faithfulness is different than perfection mm-hmm. um, because he is the faithful one. He is perfect. Yes. And yes, yes, his, his, he has perfected us in him. He has sanctified yes. us in him. He has cleansed us. He has justified us. He has made us mm-hmm. whole. We are complete in him. We are the righteousness of God in Christ because of the finished work of Jesus, there wasn't one faithful one except for him, the faithful one. And he did what we couldn't do. Now we get to reap his reward and we live by his power, not our own. Um, but I think that just for people who are listening, um, we're not talking about perfection because a righteous man falls seven times, but gets up again. Yep. And <laughs> and blessed is the man who um, his sins are completely forgiven. Who will, he will not stand in account for them again. Yes. And it's this beautiful waterfall of forgiveness that is continually washing us. And though we may sidestep or I'm sure in, in this hardship in your life, there was moments of unbelief and doubt. Like you talked about, you were grappling with that. But at the end yeah. of the day, 
do we come back to him? Do yeah. we do we say, God, you're more important than my circumstance? God, you are greater than what's taking place in my life. I am yours. My heart is yours. My heart is not another. And I don't know. I just feel like that is yes. such a beautiful truth that you're revealing. And I just wanted people yeah. to to see the difference because because perfection oh, God, is absolutely yeah. something that we cannot walk in on no. a standard basis. No. And I think it's worth even saying the faith that he's longing to see in us ultimately comes from him too. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. He gives us the measure of faith. And so uh, I think that all of this, all of what I'm saying, and I hope to, con- what I hope to convey in it is the burden is lifted. Mm-hmm. The burden is lifted from the expectation in all of the hardship that you're going through. I talked to a friend uh, recently and I was like, you know, to be quite honest, I listened to like uh, within like three days, I listened through all of the epistles. And I said, I actually feel like, like through some of the stuff, the challenges that were coming up, I was like, I kind of feel more bad about myself and, and some of my attitudes and responses and all this. And I, I, I said, I, I know I'm not above the word of God. Like by no means do I say that, but I was like, what I really needed was to know the Rhema uh, word of God and what he was saying to me in the moment. Yeah. What I was really after was to know that I'm understood. Does Jesus actually understand me? I know that there's things we can all do to do better. We, that list, I don't think ever stops, but really he's not after us fulfilling the list. He's saying, I'd like to throw the list away. I'd like you to come and be an absorbed, be absorbed into me and I will take care of everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, then what we're just talking about so much is that honesty and just saying when we step out of that, okay, let's go and have a dialogue with the Holy Spirit. Let's have a dialogue with the Lord and bring it up, bring it to light so that our consciousness, our, our soul realm, mind, will, and emotions, all part of us, all, all parts of us can get absorbed into the light so we can be as he is. Yeah, man, that's beautiful. I just know that. <clears throat> there's a there's a term that was coined that I don't know who did it. I think it was the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. It might have been Misty Edwards when they were releasing all those albums. They still are, but you know, um, yeah. I think it was Misty for the. She's the first person I heard say this, but she said, "If you don't quit, you win. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't yes. quit, you win." Yeah. And that always stuck in my spirit. It's like, okay, it's not about yeah. perfection. No. It's about listen. I'm gonna go through hardship in life. Yeah. You know, stuff's going to happen. I'm going to experience inex- joy inexpressible and full of glory. Right. And I'm also right. going to have times where I'm discouraged or disillusioned because of my circumstance or something's not happening in the time frame that I want it to happen or I'm believing right. for this and it doesn't necessarily take place exactly how I want. But if we don't quit, we win. If we keep cleaving, if we keep turning to him in our joy and giving him like God Wow, what a wonderful breakthrough. Just like Mary of Bethany when Lazarus was raised from the dead, she said she poured out all of her oil on his feet as a as a thank you. Like in the victory, we're giving him all the glory, but also mm-hmm. in the hardship, she fell at his feet saying, God, where were you? Like, Jesus, yeah. where were you? And all this was, you know what I mean? Like, are we always yeah. falling at his feet? Are we, are we on the journey? And yeah, we might get sidetracked. Yeah, we might stumble. It's okay right. to visit that place of doubt and unbelief and 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 you know 
being angry or offended in the moment because of something, but do we live there? Do we set up shop there? Do we live from that place or do we come back to his feet because we're loyal friends because he was the loyal one. He was the faithful one. And now by the power of his spirit, like you said, even our faith is a gift from God. And so are we, are we coming to him you know, in the midst of it so that he could wash us, so he could empower us, so he can give us yeah. revelation. And are we are we committed to the journey, a lifelong journey, regardless of what it looks like? And that's right. a beautiful thing. And like you said, he made it so simple for you because especially in our pain, things can get very complicated. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. He mm-hmm. simplified it. He unwound it all within uh, just a simple 2 a.m. wake up call. And uh, <laughs> and um and so that word, though, it ushered in kind of a time for me where things did get harder. Things, uh, um, you know, just went through a, a dark valley, so to speak, this valley of the shadow of death kind of a thing. Um, but he was showing me like, here's what you're going to go through, just so you know, and it's okay. I'm going to be with you and I understand you and what you're going through. And we're going to stand together. We're going to stand on the word of God. Uh, and, and, and that's what we've done. And so it's been a process. It has been a process. I would love to say he zapped me with feel goods and, and, uh, <laughs> faith unshakable that, um, you know, uh, was like a lot of the admirals in, in the Bible, but even then we can look at those stories and, and say they had their, they had their mistakes, they had their challenges, they had their, those times where they were weak. And, and that's another thing. It's like, accepting my weakness. Like I, I do not shy away from my weakness anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's not a scripture. A lot of us faith people like to, to look at a lot of the times because we're strong, uh, people we're strong and courageous type people. And it's like, well, uh, that's true. Um, but also I can glory in my weakness because mm-hmm. I know it's just an opportunity for him to be strong. And, and so here's my weakness, God, here is my mistakes. Here is my and doubt-filled thoughts, all these kinds of things, I present them to you uh, and, and uh, know that you are going to take it and make it something wonderful and something amazing. And he, he's always, always faithful to do that. Anytime that I have doubted him, uh, uh, he has shown me wrong. <laughs> he's shown me wrong, ultimately. And he is faithful. He is the faithful one. And it's beautiful. You know, when we, when we turn to the Lord in our pain, whatever's going on in our lives, he takes our ashes and he transforms it into beauty. And now we become a minister of what he did in our own life. We get to share, freely receive, freely give. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes it gets zapped, right? You know, sometimes it's an immediate deliverance. Sometimes it's a one word from God and boom, you know, it's amazing. And sometimes, a lot of the time, it's a journey and it's a walk of faith with him. And he loves to experience that life with us and walk us through things and be our tender friend that is, that is there. That's never going to leave us, never going to forsake us. And, Mm -hmm. um, and both are just as significant. Both are just as beautiful. Um, and we get to share, we get to share that. And it takes a little bit of time. Sometimes we got to stew on something, let the Lord process things with us and walk through it. And then, and now we get to be a vessel of that to other people. And, um, yeah. And yeah, and beautiful. like you said too, uh, uh, just a second ago about um, like the, the scripture, I guess that comes to my mind is that running the race. You know, we will run a race if we don't quit. That's what you had said. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's so true. Um, and a lot of times, I think we can take that scripture and 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 kind of go to uh, okay, I'm just going to muscle through. I'm just going to muscle mm-hmm. through. And it's like, well, really, uh, I'm not mistaken. That scripture is really just about faith. It's the race of faith. 
yeah ultimately that's what it is like it's not a race of works it's not a race of what amazing things will you accomplish in your life are you going to be like um smith wigglesworth are you going to be like this person are you gonna be like and it's like mm, god's not really comparing us to these other people who are mm. great and and commendable they all the people in the, i mean like i don't think it's wrong at all to say like let's look at their lives and say if, if something's not matching up i'm like i want to match it up like let's mm. do the stuff that jesus did let's do the stuff that paul did let's do it mm. Uh, but at the same time, he's okay with me, and he's okay with the scroll that he's written out with for my life, yes. and I can be okay with that, and yes. and I can be okay and content with the story that my part in his magnificent symphony. I'm okay with where where I fit in the, in the picture here, and he's okay with where that's at, and he's not comparing me to other people and, and these types of things. And I'm just going to run my race as to win it. But which is just simply the race of faith. That's just simply, you know, uh, Hebrews 11. That's the, the big, the big, uh, I think it's verse 13. Uh, it talks about all these people that did these amazing things in faith. And it just simply says, these all died in faith. And it's like, okay, so that's the point. That's the point. You just want uh, friends that are faithful and, and love you. And you even provide the faith to do it. So thank you, God, for making this really complex thing called life and simplifying it all. Oh, amen, dude. I love that scripture where Jesus said, it's, 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 oh man, where he says, when I, when I return, will I find faith in the earth? I love that you mentioned that scripture because it's not one that we talk about often. Um, it's not one that gives you the fuzzy feels like you said, but it calls you to analyze yourself. Like, Lord, I want to grow in you and I want everything that you died for me to have. And I want to walk in the fullness of what your blood paid for, the fullness of what your broken body accomplished. I want everything on this side of eternity. I want to be a, a mouthpiece for you. I want the talents and the gifts that you've given me to magnify and glorify you like He's yeah, that that scripture causes us to think. And and that's why I believe it's in there. He wants us to self-analyze. He wants yeah. us to be like, and not to condemn and beat no. ourselves up. That is not no. it at all. But to no. say like, God, what are areas that I can grow? What are areas that I may be trapped in unbelief or regret or pain or guilt, shame, condemnation? How could I break out of these things? What lies am I believing? And it's amazing when you do that with the Holy Spirit and you let him in and you invite him into that time. Um, you're not, you're not going to get condemnation from him. You're not, no. you're not going to get any, if you're getting a voice that says, how dare you, you're no good. What makes you think you can X, Y, Z. If we're getting that voice, that's a voice of the accuser. That is, right. that is of darkness. But yep. if we have the voice, it's like son, and he's calling yep. you higher into a life that is greater and more beautiful and more empowering, more liberating. You know, there's been several times in my life. I felt like God highlighted um, where he wanted me to be, which also showed me where I wasn't. And he was kind of like, son, like you're better than this, like stand up, rise up, son, you know? And that's the language of heaven where he's calling us out of the muck and the mire, out of the ashes, into a place of beauty, into a place of glory. And that's, I believe what God is even doing right now. As we, as we come to an end to this podcast, I truly, it's like, I hear the voice of God, like, I'm, I'm I'm seeing like him brushing off people's shoulders. He's mm -hmm. brushing off their shoulders saying that voice of shame, that voice of condemnation, that voice of, of hopelessness. That is not you. That is not me. 
that is of darkness and it's a lie and that lie has kept my people in bondage, has kept you in bondage. And the Lord is saying, come up higher, look to me. I love you. I care for you. I've got plans for you. My thoughts towards you are innumerable, greater than the sand on the seashore, and it's plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a bright future. I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And it's the voice of God just calling us out of this place of despair and into a place of glory. And man, I just feel the presence of the Lord right now. And Bryce, however however you feel led, um, I would just... I would just want to pray and let me just, how about this? I feel this right now. I'm going to, I'm going to pray what's in my heart. And then Bryce, you just come alongside of me, man, however you're led. But Lord, I just thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that you are raising up your people arise and shine for the light has come. People that have been trapped in deep darkness are arising and shining right now. Just say yes to the Lord Jesus. Just say, God, my life is yours. My life is not my own. I've been bought with a, with a, very expensive price. Your blood, God, purchased me. I am yours. My life is in your hands. And Lord, I just thank you for just breaking off the bondage of lies right now, wiping shame, guilt, despair, hopelessness, fear, the bondage of fear off of people's lives, and just pouring out your perfect love in their hearts right now in Jesus' name. Ooh, I feel really strongly Zephaniah 317. I really see him in the spirit uh, spinning and rejoicing and dancing over us. And like Jesus said, I only do what I see my father doing. And so his, his, uh, his call to us as he's uh, calling us higher, he's leading the example. He's leading, um, he's showing us as a father does to the child. Like here's, here's the way in which you do it. Let me do it over you. And then, and then you can, follow me mm. in the process. And so I see you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you do dance and spin and rejoice with loud shouts of proclamation over us. And, and, and it's like, you're like, like father, like you said over Jesus, this, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. God, this is what you're doing to, to us that, uh, have, have been through the hardship. They're going through hardship. God, you're speaking your truth out that, that, that crackle of your word that this, it breaks the cedars it, it is crackling through the darkness and coming through into the deep, dark places where their where their needs are healing, God. And you're speaking and you're pulling us out out of the out of the miry clay, out of that out of that stuff. And you are you are dancing and spinning and rejoicing over us, and shouting over us, and, and words of acceptance, words of understanding, words um, that call us higher. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just see shrouds of darkness, just like a cloak of darkness, just dissipating, Mm -hmm. just dissipating off of you as you look to him and raise your hands and just say, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I give you everything, Jesus. My despair, my, my, my pain, my despair, my, the Mm -hmm. lies that I've believed, the, the, the lack of self-worth, the, the, the shame that has been you know, how dare you? Those those lies of who do you think you are? How could God use you? Just those lies were like a cloak, a heavy garment, but the Lord is yeah. giving you a um, yeah. garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Thank you, God. And we just thank you for that beauty for ashes. Yes. In yes. Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. Yeah, yeah. God's yeah. faithful, man. He is so faithful. 
and we yeah. say yes to be his faithful friends because he yeah. was the one that proved to be so faithful and every day he proves to be so faithful Ooh. oh man so good and i man i appreciate you and who you are and um i respect where you've been in the lord where you've been in the spirit and um and your yes to jesus is loud and clear and thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story not a lot of people um, do that, you know, and we need more authentic voices that share where they've been and where the Lord has taken them from. And to even admit, I'm still on this journey and the Lord is doing so much in my life, even to this day. And so yes. dude, it's, it's really awesome to have you on the show talking about that today. Hey, it's been an honor. Um, yeah, I can't say more uh, about uh, how much I appreciate it. And, and, uh, yeah, just believing for all you listeners that if you're going through this, this kind of hard stuff, just believing for you. God has, he has the answer. He has a solution. He is with you. He has not left your side. He is right there with you. He loves you. Awesome, man. How could people, um, I know they can go to New Life Covenant's website. What is that website? I'm going to put it in the description section as well as how do they get a copy of your book, Behold, or maybe just yeah. stay in touch with what you do? Yeah. The best way to get a copy of the book is on Amazon. You can get it on paperback. Uh, you can also get it through Audible there as well. Um, yeah. So that's the easiest way to get a hold of the book. Um, I'm on social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, those kind of things. Uh, and then the church, yeah, is newlifecovenant.org. Awesome. Awesome. I love following you. I recommend people follow you, bro. You're hysterical. You share a lot of funny stuff, but then also just so much depth of revelation at the same time. It's a good mixture, a lot of family stuff. And so... <laughs> I know I might, I might hit you with, with something deep from my time with the Lord. I might hit you with, is he serious or not? I don't know. <laughs> That's good, man. I like that. I like that a lot. So anyway, Bryce, bless you, bro. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Michael. We'll see you. Awesome. For those who are listening and watching right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed. They can be encouraged. They can be awakened, challenged by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'll speak to you guys next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know Him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering Him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter His presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org. 
lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.